Hey everyone, a quick announcement for all you SP Streamer fans out there. The SP Streamer Pod is now proud to call the Rotorballer Podcast Network our home. Head over to Rotorballer for nonstop fantasy baseball news, analysis, and advice all season long. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 40 for On the Bump, an SP Streamer podcast for Friday, June 19th. I am your host, Doug Ishikawa, and you can find me on Twitter at CoachingIsh. With me this morning is one of the writers at rotofanatic.com. He was recently on the Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. He's our on-call doctor, so it's time to get that fantasy prescription filled. Welcome back to the show. It's Mr. Mike Carter. Good morning, Mike, and how are you today? Good morning, Doug. Thanks for the uh, wonderful intro, as usual. I never know oh. exactly what you're going to say, and I love it every time. <laughs> I got to try to vary it up every once in a while, but... You know, we always appreciate anybody who takes the time to talk uh, to me every single morning. So um, thank you for coming on again. It's great to have you. Let's get right into it today. You know, Mike, last year at this time, I was breathing in that fresh mountain air at Coors Field watching the Rockies play. Now I get to sit here and talk to one of my favorite writers breaking down impact prospects from that very team. I love baseball. Let's talk some baseball this morning. Who do you like out of the Colorado farm system? Well, you know, this was a little bit of a tougher task than what I'm used to with working with you on these things because Colorado is kind of a strange uh, situation. They have a tendency to let their young players play, and then they do things like sign Ian Desmond to a long-term contract or sign Daniel Murphy to a long-term contract and take away that ability for those young guys to be able to play. But I think this year, no matter what kind of a season we end up getting, uh, I think there's a couple of guys that might be able to help you uh, deep dives into the farm system there for them. And the first guy that I'd like to kind of bring up is Sam Hilliard, who uh, came up last year in September, hit seven home runs, hit 77 at-bats. He's a guy who's got some prodigious power. Um, in the minor leagues last year at AAA, um, he had 35 home runs and 22 steals. So he's he's this freakish athlete. He's about six foot five. He's about 240 pounds, uh, can run, and uh, looks like he can play all three outfield spots. Um, although there was some rumbling of him preferring to play center field, uh, Colorado's got a little bit of a logjam in the outfield, as you know. I mean, they've got Charlie Blackman, they've got Ramel Tapia, they've got Desmond, and they've got the erstwhile injured David Dahl, who um, seems like he's hurt, uh, you know, every other week or so. So, you know, you, on the surface, it looks like Hilliard might not get an opportunity, but I think that he will get an opportunity based on injury and ineffectiveness. I mean, they, the they were talking in spring training about having uh, Tapia, Desmond, Platoon, and I'm guessing that's not going to last real long. Um, I, I just don't see that being a real effective combination. So I think Hilliard might get a chance. Uh, his ADP is less than 250. He doesn't cost you anything. Uh, a guy that might be able to give you double-digit sources in steals and home runs given an opportunity. So it's a guy that I would take and stash. Yeah, Sam Hillard right now, if you go over to rosterresource.com, they do have him penciled in playing left for the Rockies. Um, and like you said, he's a young guy. He can come up. He bats left. Um, maybe he takes a, some more at-bats from uh, you know David Dahl if he, if he goes down again this year. Hopefully not. David Dahl's a great player as well. Um, but they have some good young outfielders yes. in Colorado, and Sam is definitely one of them. Is there another 
prospect that you enjoy? Is there somebody else in that system that can make an impact on this, you know, this uh, 12 game, 48 game, 60 game, (laughs) whatever type of season that we, we might get here. It's crazy. You know, I mean, when thinking about that and and what kind of a season we're going to get, but another guy that's uh, got a high pedigree within their farm system is Brendan Rogers. And, you know, he was hurt last year. He tore his, he tore his labrum. Um, he's a guy who plays second base, shortstop, and third base. Obviously, in Colorado, the left side of that infield looks pretty set for the foreseeable future with Story and Arenado. So an opportunity for him really rests at second base. The competition there um, is Ryan McMahon and Garrett Hampson. And so it's hard to say exactly how that's going to shake out, but Rogers has the best pedigree of the three. Um People seem to forget. I mean, it seems like he's been around for a really long time and been talked about for a really long time. He was the number three pick overall in the 2015 draft, but he was a high schooler. And he, the two guys that got picked ahead of him were Dansby Swanson and Alex Bregman. And so both of those guys have had uh, pretty good success, I would say, at the major league level thus far. So people have been waiting on Rodgers, but he's still only 23. Um, he could be the starting second baseman there. His, his hit tool was really good. Um, he grades out generally around a 60 for his hit tool, which is a very high score for a guy who hasn't really had much of an opportunity yet at the major league level. Of company situation at second base, he might find himself getting some playing time. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that McMahon might get some time at first base uh, in light of Daniel Murphy, depending on what kind of shape Daniel Murphy comes in this year. Last year he showed up and was allegedly out of shape and uh, didn't have a very good year. And uh, there was some talk that maybe they were a little dismayed and troubled with his preparation. So it would not surprise me if Murphy was relegated to a bench role or a DH role. And then this opened up some opportunity for these guys. And Rogers is a bit of a sleeper. I mean, a couple of years ago, people were really high on this guy and were, and were you know, taking him and, and stashing him. Not a big speed guy, but a good, a good hit tool. And, and the power was developing. Now the, the, the kind of catch is, you know, the, the labrum. Um, labrum issues for hitters generally don't end up becoming a, a huge deal down the road based on some of the research that I did. Uh, but you never know. I mean, shoulders are still shoulders. They can be goofy. Uh, but I, I like both of those guys this year if they get an opportunity. Colorado is jam-packed with guys that are you know, kind of juggling around in different positions there. So it kind of remains to be seen how that sorts out. And a couple of arms, if you're looking at guys, too, that you might you know, roll the dice on. Uh, Ryan Rollison is one who uh, had some pretty good success at single A last year, and they're talking about him coming up, although I think his ETA is probably more like next year. And they also took a flyer on a guy named Jose Mujica, who I think might be uh, a dark horse candidate uh, in that bullpen and, and maybe even in the rotation, depending on how that shakes out, although I know people are loath to take pitchers from Colorado mostly just because of what happens to people who pitch in Colorado. Uh, they've never been able to kind of get that right. It doesn't seem. Yeah. The, the hidden environment obviously is the best in baseball. Um, just going back and looking at Brendan Rogers. He's a guy that maybe is going to strike out a little bit more than usual. Um, but he never really struck out that much in the minors. But if you look at it mm-hmm. with the universal DH, they can easily slot him into there to get his bat in that everyday lineup, if that's something that they agree to, I think that, that that's already kind of been in the works, that universal DH. 
Um, as far as the Rocker, Rockies pitchers go, yeah, you, you never, you're never quite sure what you're going to get out of a Rocky pitcher, but the, there are some definite arms with some upside there. Um, you know, every day we mm-hmm. hope that you head over to the site, spstreamer.com, or hit us up on Twitter. If you could be so kind as to share, rate, or review our mini pod, it would be so greatly appreciated. Mike, as always, great having you on. Doug, thanks again for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a good weekend. You as well. Before we leave today, make sure to get your daily read on. The master of stream, Michael Simeone, wrote an inside look at what baseball meant to him. It's entitled, How Baseball Changed My Life. You know, not very often do you get to read about the reason we do what we do. Um, Michael wrote a great one here, opening up and sharing his story. Go make sure to check it out. That's going to do it for us. Uh, For Mike Carter, I'm Doug Ishikawa. Thanks again for waking up and having some coffee with us today. Hope you have a great Friday and an even better weekend. But for now, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. 